King General Maddox, and I'm um, joined here by King Ethan Nash. Uh, King Andy Soames is not with us tonight. He's uh, just had a massive drive, so he's uh, a bit tired. He can't join us. Uh, I think he was driving for about seven hours, but Ethan's with me tonight to talk about all the shit that's been happening over the last fortnight. Ethan, how you going, brother? Good to have you with me. Good to be here, General. Uh, the passing of the guard. Lots of... Uh... <laughs> Royal ceremonies. I am uh, pleased to be here. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do. I see that. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm, I will not lie, that was not planned either. I got changed and like, had a, we were at fishing today. Come back, had a shower and stuff, got all dressed up. And it was, I just grabbed my, a black shirt out of my cupboard. It just happened to be one of my King, like, King of Spades one. But fuck, it's pretty funny though, eh? <laughs> oh, anyway. Almost like it's meant to be, mate. That's it. It's lined it's another, up. Another synchronicity. There's lots of those happening at the moment. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, Queen Elizabeth has uh, has passed away. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember who put that up. Someone put that up in the group, and I can't remember who that was in my Telegram group. It was either uh, might have been Parrot, might have been Chris. Can't remember Addy. Can't remember some of them. Someone put that up, and we just cracked up. That was a good one. Queen Elizabeth. Oh, it was it was brilliant. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows? Even if she if she passed away much much earlier than t- than than just recently. I mean, remember remember the footage of the of the jubilee that was only a few months ago, and it was all like the hologram in the carriage driving past, and it's like, well, what? Like, come on. I I kind of thought mm. that she was probably actually fucking dead then, to be honest, but. You know, who knows? Maybe they were just keeping her on life support or keeping her going until the particular date rolled around because they're all about numbers, aren't they, mate? Yeah, they sure are, General. And, mm. yeah, there's been some wild theories. You know, you're in the TRTT Discord server. There's some wild theories going off in there as well. Yeah. Lots of speculation. Were these deep fake videos? Were they not? But they definitely... As we've seen the results, it's definitely lined up neurologically and there's definitely a lot of happenings going around. It's 9-11 today, so a lot of it's surrounding Mm -hmm. that number and that date and a changing of the guard, King Charles III, mate, and a a symbolic 
turning of the head on the coin. They always do that with a new monarch, I've learnt today, is that they change it. So the direction that Queen Elizabeth's head was on our coins mm-hmm. and stuff and on our notes, Charles then flips the opposite way and they do that for each monarch to represent a changing of direction. Uh, so it's going to okay. be interesting to see the symbolic changing of direction with the passing of the guard because it's a pretty big event regardless of, you know, whether people like them or don't like them and stuff. Like watching that king's ceremony or hearing about that king's ceremony and all the traditions that they've done and everything, that all the outfits and signing the, the royal degrees with a ink, you know, original ink with the feather pens and everything. Like it's a real ancient ritual that mm. we're which, witnessing un, unfold right now none of us have really ever seen that we weren't alive and there wasn't much media to see queen elizabeth's one when she was brought in and then before that there wasn't really much media to capture it so this is really our first big look at the changing of the the royal guard over in the united kingdom and just to see all of those British prime ministers and everything all standing there with their heads down and being yes men and it just shows you who really has a balance of power over there even though the royal family supposedly a you know a non-bureaucratic sort of off family that doesn't meddle with politics you know it's it's very interesting to see this changing of the guard mate yeah absolutely and I I, I didn't actually realize that they did that too to be honest um, that's quite interesting with flipping the, the way that the head faces and stuff but it does kind of remind me of like the way at Brisbane City's kind of laid out, how, you know, all the kings go one way and all the queens go the other way on, on the streets, the way the Brisbane streets are laid out in the city there. Uh, I don't know why, but just, that yeah. just reminded me of that too. But yeah, I don't know if you if you knew that as well, but I used to, um, yeah, I was uh, used to be a concierge at some of the hotels in, in the city back in the day in hospitality. And that was one of the things you used to teach all the tourists to like, you'd give them the little map and be like, yep, yeah, all the kings go this way, all the queens go that way. So if you're on one of the girl ones, you're going this way. If you're on one of the boy ones, you're going the other way. You know, that's what we used to tell them. Interesting. All. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that they did that too. Um, just another one of those things. I'm not sure if there was a particular reason behind it. I mean, we're all, all these cities these days are all, you know, built and run by Freemasons and shit anyway. So I'm sure there's a reason behind it. Exactly. It wasn't just haphazard, you know. Um, but mate, tell us a little bit. Some of these, um, I'd like to hear. We should probably share them with some of the listeners. Um, some of the uh, the theories, perhaps that, um, and some of the synchronicities uh, that have been happening of late with regards to you know the the Queen passing. Um, and I remember you put one up, and then you 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 shared it with Andy and I in our little chat that we have um, separate from everything else, just for our podcast. Um, but I first saw you put it up in the in your Discord, and I was like, "Oh wow, no fucking way!" I couldn't believe it when I saw that. That that, that was a bit of a mind blow. Tell tell the listeners about that one. Yeah, general. So obviously, the pandemic was declared a a, pan, a pandemic, or has the characteristics of a pandemic by the World Health Organization on March eleventh, twenty twenty. That was the day that changed the world, and since then, it's been known as. 311, right? That's right, so we've March mentioned 11th, it before, we, yep. We've mentioned it before, we use the American inverted uh, sort of dates, just like 9-11, no one over here calls it 11-9 as per our thing, so we call Correct. that the 3-11 uh, event that really triggered everything. We saw massive lockdowns after that and there's been a lot of symbology and synchronicity, synchronicity surrounding 3-11 and all of this stuff that we've spoken about, but the Queen passed away 
um, on the 8th of September this month. And if you do the calculations between the 11th of March, when 3.11 began, and the date of the Queen's death, how many days have passed in that period, it ends up being 911 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 9-11. And, and we just so happen to be recording this show uh, on September 11th uh, here in Australia, our yes. time. Of course, when this gets published, it'll probably... I don't know if I'll get this out tonight, but it'll listeners will listen to it probably on the 12th. But we are recording this one on 9-11 as well because we're going to have a chat about it. It just happened to fall on that particular day for us as well. That This was one of the shows we're doing, episode uh, 22. Just happened to fall on 9-11, yeah. Yeah, we didn't push for this. It's just our regular yep. Sunday yep. that uh, we do it every fortnight. So That's... it's it's aligned on this day, yeah. Yeah. Every, all the stars are aligning. <laughs> we, we, we might need to look up quickly if uh, Jupiter is in retrograde. I'm sure there's something there. <laughs> oh, Yeah, crazy oh, yeah. stuff, hey. It makes you wonder, like I said, if... if you that know, blew my mind, yeah. That's well, there you like, go. You, you what made you think of that? Did you see that or did you just look that up and think, I wonder what the, the deal was with the pandemic when that was declared and look it up? Or Yeah, so I did see it um, in a couple of places. You sort of confirmed I... it for yourself. Yeah, and then as you always do, you, you double-check everything mm. and um, you look it up and uh, I've even shown it to a few of my um, friends in the last 24 hours, even some people that are a bit sceptical of sync, so to speak, so think that you you see the numbers that you want to see type of stuff and even them just looking it up on their phones and go, wow, that's uh, that's pretty <laughs> intense, isn't it, you know? And so going back to what you spoke about earlier, General, it makes sense that they would do something to align with that date even if the Queen wasn't really still alive to make that happen, Yeah, right? To make sure that there was 911 days passed and now... Today's 9-11 here in Australia, and we've officially sworn in King Charles here. We've officially recognised him on 9-11 here today, so he's uh, the 9-11 king. Yeah, there you go. You know, so yep. it's um, there's a lot of and, – and we wait for this every year. There's always something that happens around September 11th. Uh, last year, this is really what kicked off all of the chaos in Melbourne with all of the uh, – the mass riots mm -hmm. and everything like that. If you go back through the record books, it was September this year. Um, we even spoke about the symbology of that that was happening um, at the time with the siege at the shrine and everything like that and, and really sort of the good versus evil elements um, surrounding those dates. But um, we wait for this every year and just when you think you've seen it all, mate, it... Uh, Never ceases to amaze this uh, wonderful world of sync. It really is. It, it, there's so many of those little synchronicities too. And of course, you know, uh, for any new listeners, you know, we've talked about how the coronavirus, you know, is another way of saying the crown virus, you know, the crown, you know, mm. being obviously your, your, your mind. We've talked about it being the mind virus and stuff. But isn't that funny how just this is, we're in the coronavirus, you know, pandemic, blah, blah, blah. And obviously it meaning crown, corona, and we have now a changing of the crown going to someone else. It's just all lines up, doesn't it? It's so crazy that all of this shit just seems to line up like that. It blows me away. It really does. Unreal. It is, and, and it, it's really that deeper element of things where you see that there's world events that happen, but they really are marked within a lot of codes that uh, might yep. be put there for certain reasons for certain people to uncover and 
start to make patterns and, and start to see a larger picture, you know. And even in the 9-11 event itself, there is a huge, um, you know, portal, uh, the monolith code, all this type of stuff that we've spoken about. Like this is just for for people that have stayed tuned into our websites and seen us talk about this, you know, this is like really the, the bow on the cake and who knows what's going to happen from here with this type of really intense symbology around this date and, and sort of remember King Charles is very uh, much a proponent of the Great Reset. He said the Great Reset needs to succeed. He is, they said he's going to be the Green King, you know, mm. so mm. it's going to be interesting to see just what, change of direction this marks not just symbolically but if things begin to ramp up as we head into the second half of the decade you know 20 yeah. 30 eight years away he's only got a 15 year reign they've given him because he's only, he's already like 73 or whatever so he's only got a 15 year reign so i suspect that a lot's going to get done with king charles in this position now yeah. again we we're not here saying that these people ultimately run the show and stuff but we we always talk about the the symbology and the messaging on the public front to let people know like they let you know through cinema and film and media and through world events about what's to come and you can sort of track that code and and sort of do it so i don't suspect that their financial advisors the rothschilds will change or things behind the scenes will change in that respect but just symbolically it'll be interesting to see where this goes mate yeah yeah, absolutely. And I was just having a quick look, and um, yeah, so on nine eleven last year, we actually had we had John Hamer on because uh, it was the twentieth anniversary of it. You know, so we had John Hamer on to yeah, we did a, a special did yeah nine eleven special yeah with with John Hamer talking about all that sort of stuff. And I was because I was try, I was just seeing if there was anything I we did uh, chat about with was happening at the time, but I haven't got it on mine on the podcast site. Um, uh, in terms of you know the the stuff in Melbourne that you were referring to as well, I thought oh maybe we touched on it, but no, we just did a nine eleven focus only. So uh, that was a good episode. Actually, we had a good chat to John about that one. So anyone wants to, if any of you listeners want to have a listen, go back to September eleven last year and listen to that show. It was good. Um, I do find it, um, yeah, funny that they're calling him. He's going to be the Green King and pushing all that because I, I remember hearing him talk about. Um, I think even James Corbett put it up once on one of his videos, how we, we only have, he said it, it was about four years and I'd love to, uh, I'd love to find out exactly what those dates land on, but he said something like, he did it in months as well of, we've only got so many months, like he did it like if we only have 48 months to save the planet or something, he was one of his, one of his words were, or might've been 60 months, I don't know, I think it was about 48 months he mentioned to, to save the planet, you know. We have to do this to save the planet. We have 48 months to save the planet, he kept saying. And, you know, in in these talks that he was doing and some of the summits and things. And, and it was just so funny because then, you know, we surpassed that mark. And, of course, we're all still here. You know, was that, was that just more and more of that big push for that 2030, Agenda 21, 2030, um, the big green push, you know, just uh, it was just crazy. I couldn't believe it. And of course, we surpassed it. And then now it's all now he's the green. He's the green king, you know, like it's just. It's just funny. It was always going to be the way. You know, he's got his role. He's got his marching orders. You know, he's going to usher in the new green world order. I guess for for England. But I, I wanted to actually talk about. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I, the whole of course, my group and your group. A whole bunch of memes come up. I was just um, having a flick through um, your um, 
Discord as, uh, server as well there. I thought you had more on the Queen. Maybe it wasn't yours I saw it on. Did you have a bunch of... No, but there's been a there's been a lot of Queen memes, though. I there haven't posted been. much. You haven't, no, okay. I thought maybe yeah. your, um, maybe your, some of your supporters might have put some up there. But anyway, I had a whole bunch put up in, in Telegram, and there were some fucking funny ones. I was having a good laugh. And I thought, oh, I'll save all these, and I've, I put them up on, on the Facebook page as well, as well as my own personal, plus the, the page. And I had... Oh my god, the amount of people that were going, Oh, such bad taste. Oh, I'm going to unfollow you now. That's so just disgraceful and stuff. Like, they were offended that we were sharing memes about the Queen's death and stuff. It's like, wait a minute. Like, why why do you care about this person? Like, they are one of the wealthiest fucking families around. They have so much influence and power and stuff. What have they, what have they done for you, champion? What, have, what is this, you know, Queen Elizabeth and their royals? What have they actually done for you, champion? You know what I mean? Like... These people don't do anything. They're fucking leeches, you know? And that yet they're getting offended when you share some memes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's it, General. And you find that the older generations are more captivated and more emotionally attached to mm. this. So probably just a little bit older than you and, and older. And, and I even saw it. Um, and you can understand it, you know, like they did the whole everyone talks about the 70s when the Queen was here and she even went to remote regional towns here in australia and everyone got to see her and they just remember that moment you know and it was just it's just so historic and they just have such a warm attachment to this such a nice lady that's lived a remarkable life and you've seen this was what was remarkable about it the world's biggest social media stars some of the biggest obviously the media outlets have just been going absolutely berserk or koshy and everyone rolling coverage for the queens (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Koshi's over there for the Queen's funeral and stuff. Like Koshi and Carl and everyone from the Today Show, and they need something to boost their numbers up because they've plummeted. Oh yeah, over the last year, no one wants to watch um, breakfast morning TV anymore. Mm. But um, they're all over there. Like it's just, and what's interesting too is so-called alternative media websites showed their true colours in this event. There's some, not going to name any names, but even some here in Australia that just, oh, the, what an honourable, outstanding woman and, and even so-called freedom campaigners. Oh, just what a fantastic life and, you know, just want to praise and bless England and all this stuff. And yeah. it's like, oh, this is unreal, the what? amount Why? of, like, collective. Yeah. And, yeah. and even, generally, you know, I'm a big... um professional wrestling fan as like you know i've explained it before like the the more the story psychology i'm more like understand what the writers do you made parallels on your website yeah parallels between that and the real world Mm. and and uh, and how to work a crowd and how they work the greater crowd in politics and heels and faces and everything but even in that small field there was memes about that, and there was just masses of people. I'm unfollowing this page, and how this is so out of taste. You can't do this, you know. Like, and it's just why, as you said, what have these people done for you personally, apart from just rule a massive empire, which is just yeah. like the aftermath of just an ancient empire that really has controlled things at the yeah. at the end of the day. You know? siphon wealth beyond our belief you know land they're like the they're like the biggest land owners in the world i've i've heard that um you know because all, all i mean obviously it's all you know in, indigenous land and all that sort of stuff they say here and stuff but you know first nations land and whatever but 
all land, like the, the land titles and all that sort of stuff, it's all technically what they call crown land. And then the crown will then, you know, under what they call, um, what is it, fee simple or something, they'll allow you to then use that land. You know, you'll have rights to the land, but you won't have, literally, you won't have ownership of the land because all land is technically crown land. And, you know, if the, if the queen wanted yeah. to, she could literally come here to my house and land and be like, well, I want this back now. Yeah, and the the law says I can do that basically. You know, you actually I don't actually own this land. I'm almost renting it from them to be honest. But yeah. You know, um it, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they they're like the wealthiest landowners in the entire world. All of the Commonwealth states and stuff, you know, wherever the Commonwealth lies, they own they literally own that land, you know. It's ridiculous. And yet we're supposed to Exactly. We're supposed to like and oh, they've, oh, they've... Oh, we'll bow we'll, we'll bow to you and oh oh you or oh, you or oh, you passed away. Oh I'm so sad now that that you passed away. I, it means nothing to me, really. Sorry if anyone... And I, I get it. You know. Yeah, mate. No, you're, you're right. And I and I get it. Like, for those people out there, that I get the whole nationalism sort of approach to it, like the patriotism approach. You're over there in all these countries and you are a kingdom and you're united and you want to be strong and this is the ruler of that kingdom and stuff. But it's like you've got to look beyond... Because, as again, talking about wrestling... These people with their political storylines have captivated people into believing that's all real to keep their balance of power. It's still the same feudal kingdom that's always exactly. existed. They yep. just realized that, like France and all these other countries that were instigated by Freemasons, the Freemason revolutions of France and America, um, that, that it was coming for the crown as well. And we need to embrace the new feudal system of democracy and so-called freedom the banking system and this debt slave system and political wrestling storylines to make people f believe politics is real. These people, once you see past all that charade, it's it's really not this great empire. It's an, it's an empire based on deception, and we're mm. all part of that empire. We're a part of the Commonwealth. The Queen's head is on our money down here, mm. you know, to all the Brits out there that might be offended listening to this, you know. It's like we've seen the queen just as much down here you know like we we all hear about the royal dramas and kate and all this stuff on know, we, we've been tried shows. they try to make us care about that shit don't they yeah exactly and we're on the other side of the planet yeah you know, we're near you <laughs> you know? Fuck, I know i just don't but get because it because we're yeah. part of the great the great commonwealth mm. you know which was when you go back and you know and i get it there's this whole history when you learn the complex history of england and all of the kings that fought each other to build that as one united kingdom you know not just building england and all the wars that they had with each other and then surviving all of the viking invasions and everything like that and then becoming england and then having to fight scotland and ireland as they were trying to expand and all of the stuff they've did there is a rich history there but i just You've got to understand the deeper layers of this and, and, and see just the, the web of deception that it's built on. Mm. And they're all bloody fucking inbred anyway too, aren't they? They all marry their own <laughs> second cousins or cousins and stuff just to, you know, keep the, the bloodlines going in their family and all that sort of shit. Like, it's fucking hell. It, it, but the thing is, though, like, yeah, that that is actually an important thing to these people. They They believe highly believe in in their bloodlines and that you know they're the ones that should be ruling and all that sort of shit you know what i mean i mean even if they're just the poster uh the poster child rules that they put up for everyone stuff but they really do believe in their bloodlines and a lot of them i've seen are actually you know a lot of there's a lot of jewish 
that. A lot of Jewish bloodlines mixed into it as well. Have you seen that as well? Uh, I'll have to find yeah. a link to yeah. that too. Someone did a... might be on my Telegram, but anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting as well. But uh, yeah, they're all fucking... They're all, you know, they're all... They're, like during, uh, what was it? One of the wars, World War One or whatever, like going to war with Germany when they were like the related to their royal family as well. They were like, in, it was just royal infighting. <laughs> yeah. And yet they go, they send yeah. all these people, you know, to their deaths and stuff just for some infighting. You know, it's like fucking so stupid. <laughs> oh, for, for king and country. Yeah, well done. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, you look at the Union Jack as well too. It's got the St. George Cross on there. Like it's all, they're all fucking Freemasons and shit too that really run it and the fucking Catholic Jesuits yeah. and oh man, fucking crazy. Well, that's that was it. And Elizabeth II, you know, this is Elizabeth II. If you just need to go back to Elizabeth I and stuff like we we talk. I was just talking about that rich history of England. There was a time where England, as we know it, um, and the the way that things used to be, um, was taken over by certain groups and certain forces. Um, I mean, you've got to look at the, the characters of Elizabeth I and John Dee very heavily in that mix and, and see King Charles I come in and all the witch huntery and the Re- Reformation and the Protestant-Christian split. There was a lot of stuff that went on and the England that come out of that was not the same England that was built on all this pride and all these wars that they're so proud of in their history, the same way that the the church was taken over and everything like that. It, was, it all come out a much more controlled uh, empire. And this was the empire that set sail and, and took over the world and instigated a lot of barbarianism and pain as some of the biggest uh, empire, especially under Queen Victoria, who would come later on. And it's just been this continuous um, empire, even though now it's all social and everything like that. There's still a lot going on behind the scenes, you know. There's still a lot of people that fly all over the planet just to meet one little frail old lady in a house, you know. Mm. So, yeah, who probably died months ago <laughs> <laughs> after after um, sharing her holiday home at Balmoral with Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those pictures as well I don't know if that's been yeah, photoshopped yeah. or not but I mean they look they look pretty convincing to me what's your thoughts on that have you seen those pictures yeah I did see them yeah obviously you know it they is all, what it is know, they all know each other you know it is all well look at the royal family with Jimmy Savile and everything like that yeah, exactly it's, it, it's been known that they've interacted and just Prince Andrew happened. too Andrew, yeah, I was yeah. just about to say Prince Andrew, mm-hmm. and so it, it's it, it wouldn't surprise me if if those photos were real in the slightest, you know. And this is what I mean about this whole veil of deception, which you know I, I think Australians probably would fall for it too if Australia was a heart of a kingdom and we had a royal family, and you know it almost has that separation where people hate the government but they they still love the royal family and see them as celebrities and stuff because that's this whole concept. The queen represented the highest of the sovereign in that country. That's what the royal family is. It's the high. It's beyond government. It's the highest sovereign royal families and, mm. and royal people. So it's like we're seeing the changing of that, the death of the highest sovereign and the, the changing of the guard. So it's it really is fascinating just how much all the focus has changed and and, and has is concentrating on this and where it happened and. Well, What's going to happen after this? It's unreal. It's almost like they needed it to happen over there in the UK because, 
you know, according to folks like, you know, we talk to John Hamer and stuff all the time and other people who we know of in, in the UK, the the pandemic is like, it's non-existent over there now. They don't talk about it. They hate talking about it. They just get on, they've just gotten on with their life. You know, like it's, it's not even in the news cycle really over there. And if it is, no one pays attention, but they just hate it now over there. And yet, you know what I mean? So it was like they needed something else to glom onto because that wasn't working anymore. You know what I mean? That was the, the pandemic. For them, the pandemic's done and dusted. That ha- that ended like three or four months ago for them. You know, so they needed something new. They, they were losing the attention of the people. You know what I mean? Oh, we need to get there, bring their attention back again. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, time to... Oh, that's it, mate. This is this is it. Well, we talked about the crown symbology before. Is this that some people have speculated? Is this the end of that, like the symbolic end of that crown corona ritual yeah. period? It, you know, well, something else. I think it else. actually could be. Yeah, like officially is the end. We've seen them roll back everything, all the mandates and stuff. Like it, for people that might have some post-traumatic stress disorder in a way about the the world and stuff is is this a way for us to sort of see that the, this is the world getting back to normal officially like we don't have to worry about more lockdowns and stuff coming the damage has been done so to speak and mm-hmm. now we go to the next phase of the larger agenda so yeah big time it very it, it really like i think that as i said earlier this rounds off a lot of questions and discussions that we had throughout that whole period about what it means what's going to happen what are the deeper meanings behind this and how does this sort of 311 revelation relate to the larger great reset and everything that they want to do this epsilon agenda the brave new world that will come in future generations Mm. you know this is one phase and is this the symbolic end of that chapter in this larger book that they're writing Mm. I wonder. Mm. But I just quickly looked it up before too. So here we go. Uh, Queen Elizabeth, sorry, Queen Elizabeth and uh, Prince Philip, uh, are they blood related? Having had, having had the same great-great-grandmother, which was Queen Victoria, Elizabeth, who is the progeny of Victoria's son, King Edward VII, and Philip, who is the progeny of Queen Victoria's daughter, Prince Alice, are third cousins. So there you go. They're actually related by blood too. <laughs> fucking, I'm not lying. Right? They were inbred. There's a fucking inbred motherfuckers over there. <laughs> yeah, it's an archaic, ancient... Yeah. Well, what we, you know, like, uh, I'm the history hoax. People think I'm thinking, you know, tens of thousands of years and stuff, but ancient in a respect of, you know, as far as we can understand real oh, history. As far as of a couple of These characters years, have been yeah. around. Exactly. They've been around for it. So yeah. it is uh, fascinating to see. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, this whole and, – and that's why – that's the deeper element, you know, when they you see all these tabloids about them, them getting angry at Meghan Markle and the Queen not wanting to recognise her baby and stuff because they're breeding outside of the bloodline. You know, it's mm. like well, these are Diana's kids. You bloody bl- smashed her in a in a tunnel, and uh, I'm, I don't blame them for not wanting to be a part of it. But William yeah. seems to have formed pretty well. He'll he'll take on the reins, but they they almost might have uh, realised with um, some more knowledge in the uh, human physiological system that they couldn't just keep breeding with each other. It probably wouldn't be sustainable for their massive empire. That's why they're looking elsewhere. Mm. The Dianas and the Meghan Markles and the Kates and everything um, because maybe uh, they start to realise we can't do this for too long. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, um, 
I was going to say, uh, Diana, well, you mentioned Diana before too, how that, you know, because uh, Harry, Harry was not, like, uh, Charles is not Harry's dad. No fucking way. That's that's the result of an affair that she had with that well, fucking yeah, polo the, player bloke that yeah, looks deeper. exactly <laughs> fucking like him. And then, but um, William, of course, the elder brother, is, is a dead ringer for his fucking dad and, and Diana mixed together. Like, the, it's not, there's, he's 100% the next in line because he, he's blood. And that's why they they don't care that Harry went off on his own and went, oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm marrying, an, marrying an American or Canadian, wherever she is. You know, um, where we're gonna, we're we're not, we're no longer royal. We're like we're out of the family now. And they were like, yeah, we're cool with that because you're not actually blood anyway, motherfucker. Like, who cares with you? Like, um, you know, they weren't. He wasn't technically part of the family, so to be. So they don't. There's no great loss for them. They've got William. They don't care about that. They've got the. They've got the inbredness already there. Um, but anyway, they all and then they like they might marry someone like that, but then they just go and fuck around anyway. Like, Fucking Charles has been plowing Camilla for how many years? You know, like yeah, it was never, it was never yeah. about. It's just all for show, you know, all for show. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's all yeah. And then they the go deeper. and killed her off because she was, you know, she was actually doing things. She thought she, you know, she was putting all their money into charities and she was doing all sorts of things for like third world countries and the shit that they just don't because like, the, the royal family literally they don't do anything to help anyone other than themselves but she was making a, a, a an actual go of trying to be the people's princess and be like well you know you're not letting me get out of my room you're always watching me and stuff well if i'm gonna actually do something then i'm gonna do something real and she started to try and actually help people and stuff she was you know because she was the, the commoner that they you know, that got married into the into the family because he couldn't keep it in his pants, but anyway, uh, and then they go and kill her off because uh, you know she was no good to the family anymore. Uh, I'm actually going to try. I'm trying to tee up John Hamer actually to do a, a member show uh, on Diana's death because he's done a lot of a lot of research on that um, and how it was all set up and she was taken out and uh, he's got he's got the goods on that one, which is which should be a good show. So uh, hopefully, uh, anyone who's interested in learning a bit more about Diana's death, um, when I tee that up, I'll announce it as well on the show. So. Hopefully, John can get on board for that one for uh, for the Patreon show. We should be good. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Mm, it should be good fun. Now, we did mention um, today, of course, being uh, September eleventh. Um, have you? I haven't really seen anything uh, new. Not even really in the socials popping up. That um, yeah, yeah, like every year when it gets close, all the big names start putting up old videos or start asking questions or, you know, something new might come out that, you know, is to do with uh, 9-11. I haven't really seen anything at all. It just seems to be a bit, I mean, probably overshadowed, of course, by the Queen bullshit. That's just taken the reins. But yeah, I just haven't really seen anything come about with, um, in terms of 9-11 this year. I mean, I'm sure... Usually James Corbett's usually pretty good and usually does a show on it or does something about it. But uh, have you seen anything? Have you uh, had any come up in uh, in the socials? Have you any new videos? Anything? Anyone put anything out at all? No, it begs a good question. I haven't seen too mm, much. Um, I saw maybe a nine eleven truths were doing some videos. They've got like a new team um, that's taken over the reins there and. They're trying to do some new stuff with it, so I think they were doing little things, but definitely not the amount of memes and videos and everything that you normally see come out. Um, it definitely has been overshadowed, and uh, like we were talking about chapters, like I, I definitely think the nine eleven war on terror mass hysteria era 
mm-hmm. so to speak, was closed when 3.11 began. Yeah. You know, it's um, that really put an end to that. The same way, you know, the moon landing was huge back in the 60s and stuff, and now it's just an event. You know, there's things that supposedly change the world and do change the world in a sense, like 9.11, like Corona, that just add that new chapter, you know. Maybe mm. people just... If there's people that are alive today that don't even know what 9-11 was, you know, that were born after 9-11, that yeah. just don't really know what it is. It was just some event that happened yeah, don't 20 realize years the significance ago now. of the deal. It'd be like living in the time of the Watergate scandal and stuff like that, you know. Like, we weren't alive for that one, but, you know, that was massive at the time. Or Malcolm X or, um, you know, all those sort of, you know, uh, assassinations. Bobby Kennedy and JFK, you know, like... We went around for those ones, but they were massive for the time. You know, huge, huge yeah. events. Still, exactly. Still yeah, hard, the, to be honest, the, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And the two biggest ones, you know, the moon landing and nine eleven, they were two different eras of people. Mm-hmm. That um, those were the big events that changed everything and everyone. There was no, not as many. There was never as many people watching one event at one time around the world than those two events throughout history. And then, as you mentioned, all the little things that have happened in between, all of the events that keep this uh, roller coaster going. But um, yeah, I always I've done the twin symbology, like the twin twin towers, um, like that sort of stuff. Twin or? towers, but also like the uh, what are they called? The 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 two. Pillars, the twin pillars, right? Um, the symbology, like it's for grand initiation. We've spoken about that. How, like the moon landing and nine eleven with the twin pillars, and there's always the third hidden pillar, which was this three eleven event. So they pretty much prepared everyone. If you didn't see the moon landing, was a sham. If you didn't see nine eleven, was a sham. There's no way you're ever gonna understand mm. and, this and- massive event. That's to come. It's funny you should say that, eh? Because you know, obviously, a lot of towers came down, all the smaller ones on nine eleven. But there was really the three skyscrapers, there's the two twin pillars, and then of course, the third tower on that on the eleventh day. You know, the three eleven there was building seven, of course. You know, um, ninety uh, exactly. However many story, you know, uh, forty. Correct me if I'm wrong. Forty seven story skyscraper. I think so. Yeah, something like that. that anyway. Right. Yeah, um, and uh, so someone put this up in my group. Um, it will, unfortunately, of course, because we're doing this over Skype, we're not going to have uh, audio. So I'll just relay what it, what they're actually saying. So let me quickly just switch over to screen share here. Uh, for our members, where the f- there it is. <laughs> I couldn't find screen share. Useless. Here we go. All right, let me know when you got the screen up. Yep. All right, cool. All right, so it says, uh, ooh, let's go back to the start quickly. Uh, well, it says 9-11 or 9-1-1, 9-11, boom, boom, boom is what the video is actually called uh, on YouTube here. Yet somebody, yet somehow Mark Walsh, a Fox News employee, before any investigation started, knew exactly what to tell the public. Uh, so this is, of course, back on the day. This is the only video I've really seen uh, about 9-11 of late. There is only one way... Oh, shit, what'd that say? There was only one way the towers came down. So this just... Th- 
He says the entire building has just collapsed as if a demolition team has was inside the building putting demolitions in the entire building and then the whole building's not there anymore. It has completely collapsed. The whole side has collapsed? No, the whole building has collapsed. The whole building? Yeah, I wonder how we knew. <laughs> controlled demolition, here we go. Showing the two examples of a controlled demolition. Flash, flash, flash. Building comes down in its own footprint. Which is pretty much... Uh, you know, I'm going to say, you know, part of the building looks like it did come down in its own footprint. Like, you notice that one, Ethan. Like, if you go back to... I think this one here and you compare it to the towers, the towers seem to be sort of spewing outwards as well as falling down. Like there's this, like, a, like it's cooking from the inside. Uh, here we go. So you watch that one on the right there, just sort of just crumbles and falls down. But it's like Sideshow Bob head, like the towers, like it's all coming out like his hair, you know? Like, yes, it's still falling and it's crumbling in his yeah. footprint, but here we go. This guy's like, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Like all the charges going off. Firefighters saying the same thing. Pop, 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 pop. Like they were planned to take out the building. Boom, boom, boom. Like that's all the shit that they heard in the building. All the classic footage. Yeah. yeah. All the that's ones awesome. that never got aired again, but people were luckily enough to save and uh, keep keep uploading to YouTube and BitChute and everything else. But yeah, so that's like the only one I've sort of seen lately. Uh, how does this one finish? Oh, yeah. Now the firefighter talking about must have been devices planted before. This guy's like, sounded like gunfire in the building. Bang, bang, bang. This guy's like, 15 consecutive bangs and it fell down. Do you know if it was an explosion or a building collapse? To me, it sounded like an explosion. Yeah. This guy's like, and you heard the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh, so much evidence on the day. Let me just switch back over. Uh, yeah, so much evidence from that fateful day of, of course, you know, definitely some explosions in the building. You know? Yeah, and I definitely recommend everyone check out our 9 11 special from last year. I think mm. we did, you know, a good job, not even, not just talking about the event and some of the deeper elements of it, but um, also, so our journey, you know, a lot of us, and this is yep. where I talk about initiation and the symbology behind it and the twin pillars. Uh, a lot of us, that was the event that woke us up and woke everyone up that really is in this sort of movement that has been around to this day. 9-11 was a key event for multiple generations, just of most recent generations, that um, sort of changed the world and not only that, awoke people to the grand deceptions of the world deeper than anything else that uh, had happened. And... Yeah, you mentioned it, the buildings exploding, they explode outwards, but then also vaporize in midair, which has, yeah. you know, caused a lot of theories, directed energy weapons. You know, I've looked a lot into the uh, the no, no planes theory, and it talks more about simulated reality and how many people really saw the towers hit the building. I mean, the, the planes the, hit the buildings. planes yeah. hit the buildings, and 
were these buildings uh, built specifically to come down in this ritualistic nature as part of a big uh, mm. occultist type of ritual? And we, we've just spoken about occult rituals around 9-11, this queen symbology. So yeah. it is a massive I, I'm definitely uh, on board event. with you with what you said before, though. With this, It's like this implanted reality, isn't it? Because pe- people, like if you show something enough on TV on that kind of day... They, 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 people almost convince themselves that oh yeah I looked up and I saw that plane you know no you just didn't like there's there's like no witnesses on the day of, of people actually seeing those planes come in and fly in you know like when you see any of the released footage that comes out it's it, they, like they're not even looking at the plane they might look up in the sky or they're just looking around you know they don't notice the plane that's inserted into the video you know and like put in I mean you can tell it's CGI there's so many videos proving that it's a CGI plane put in or at least put over the top of perhaps a smaller object like maybe a cruise missile or something that came in but um, yeah just yeah, yeah. Oh, there's been great work done on it you so know, much. exposing the camera angles and oh, yeah. um, the sound the effects as well planes. Even the yeah, sound effects, effect, yeah. the colours in the back of the Correct. sky and everything like yeah. that. Changing um, the backgrounds, that's right. Yeah, you're right, man, so much. Exactly. If you yeah. were to do a 360-degree view of all of these cameras, they were just perfectly set up on these balconies, mate. <laughs> all of these, all uh, in the same line, pretty much, too. <laughs> yeah, already there, um, waiting for just to get this shot and, and just to pretend a plane's coming in and then the explosion happens. But then they can insert that. I mean, it was 2001, but it's not like we weren't doing that. I mean, the Matrix oh, came out in 99. Yeah, there was still video CGI. technology. That's right. There was still CGI oh, and video editing and all that sort of technology around. We, we were watching movies back then. They might not have been the best quality like they are there these days, yeah. but um, you could, yeah. yeah, they still looked fairly realistic. You know what I mean? Like some of the greatest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some some very uh, some very uh, advanced uh, Israeli firms that were doing the exact uh, type of similar CGI insertion into live cameras were around at that time and uh, potentially may have worked on this event. You yeah. know, but there's there's a lot, and and that's where it gets to. There's deeper levels to everything, and that's why it really is this sort of just like the Corona pandemic you know you got your people out there that it's just about freedom and civil rights and it's not about anything deeper they're not a conspiracy person then it's the people who gets to the vaccines and what are they doing with the vaccines and there's just levels and levels and Mm. levels to Mm. it with all of these massive events where um i I think even people that think they're thinkers really hit glass ceilings when they they don't really want to open their mind to just how planned and how fake uh, things could be and mm. the and the more symbolic nature of it and why you specifically were exposed to that event you know that's when it starts to really make sense but if you've just got people that couldn't even start to comprehend that their government would potentially murder three people three thousand people that's when you know it's like well you've got a long way to go and i wish you luck but there's there are levels to this type of thing but it makes so much sense once you Exp- you look at the the CGI type of element to it because it was too big to risk and, and too impossible. One blow of the wind would have knocked one of those planes straight out of the trajectory because of how low they were flying. Like, people want to focus on the Pentagon and mm-hmm. how old mate did a, a massive... 300 uh, 180 degree corkscrew turn you know which was impossible for his plane and then went across the grass without damaging the grass people oh, yeah. need to also look at the planes 
that uh, supposedly flew into the towers on 9 yeah. 11. Yeah. And the and same. All the witnesses the media went not. to were employees of the media, pretty much, or, or part of the media complex. Yeah. Relatives of, of media personalities. And, yeah, they never went to a random person on the street and said, Tell me what you saw. They were all people that they knew so they could control that inflow of information. And, and I There's was. one guy. So go. There was one guy, the, the famous guy, and they go up to him, and he's just the biggest paid actor. I can't even remember his name. I'll have to find the video. And they're just like, what did you see? And he's like, well, I saw a plane real smash into the World Trade Center. And then after an hour, I saw it pancake into itself, probably due to structural Yeah, collapse. that's right. The fire yeah, is yeah. too hot. Yeah. <laughs> probably due to structural fires. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Weaken the steel and it fell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is a Fully supposed witness on the side of the street. Yeah, and, and yet when you like... listen to those testimonies of all the firefighters and stuff who were actually inside the fucking buildings and stuff, they're all like, no, oh, no, it was explosions, bang, 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 it went off and it was like it was demolition. You're like completely contradictory to everything that, that these so-called witnesses on the outside were watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. Who, like, yeah. who are you going to trust? Seriously, you're going to trust the people who were in the buildings or are you going to trust some fuckhead who works for the fucking media? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and exactly, I, I yeah, lied the before, but it's funny you should... Molten lava. They were talking about molten lava coming down the channel beams yeah. and stuff like this. Yeah. Like there's flowing lava yeah. and all this Hot stuff. Like of molten metal and yeah. yeah. The real witnesses, mm, yeah. Exactly. Now, I, not that I was lying, but I was mistaken before. There was another video that was put up in my um, uh, Telegram. Uh, thank you to... I'm sure they're listening. Oh, don't. What are you doing? Uh, Yabel, Yabel Darbel put this one up. Um, all right, so only goes for about 50 seconds. This one, is, I think, is related to um, the Pentagon. So here we go. Or really anything said here. But for the members watching, you'll be able to see this. Have you got my screen there, Ethan? I uh, don't see anything, no. Oh, hang on. Uh, it's just all white for me. Oh, is it? All right, I must have pressed the wrong. I'll stop that one. Let's try again. I'll just do this one. This one seems to work better. You got me now? There we go. Yeah, all right. Yep. All right, here we go. So this one says, this footage aired on uh, once, uh, sorry, this footage aired once after 9-11 and never on TV again. So CNN Live, breaking news, America under attack, terror attacks against targets in New York and Washington. Here we go. So CNN's military affairs correspondent, go. They cr- she crosses to him. He's at the Pentagon. His name's Jamie. He says, a short while ago, I walked right up next to the building. The firefighters were still trying to put out fires. The fire is still burning in parts of the Pentagon. I took a look. Huge gaping hole that's in the side of the building. But from my close-up inspection, there's no evidence of a plane having crashed anywhere near the Pentagon. The only site is the actual side of the building that's been crashed in. And the only pieces left that you can see are small enough that you can pick up in your hand. There are no large tail sections, wing sections, no fuselage, no nothing like that anywhere around. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> and that aired once after 9-11. Once that went live, it never made it to the air again. But people, of course, were able to capture that one and, uh, and the best save part, that. My favorite... Yeah, that's that's classic. My favourite one was the BBC um, analyst talking about Building 7's collapse and it's yes. in the background behind her. Yes, like, that's right. Yeah, someone, oh, uh, 
someone did put that meme up on Facebook. Um, but that was like, yeah, again, like I've seen very little, but that was one of the one memes I saw someone put up and it had, you know, the BBC reporter uh, with Building 7 clearly in the background behind her, still standing at, at 20, it was like 22 minutes, I think, before it actually happened. She was announcing that it had fallen down. Yeah. <laughs> Got your time uh, differences wrong there, love. Oh, funny stuff, eh? <laughs> Uh, and that was a good meme too. I don't know if you saw that on my screen when I shared it. Uh, Dear Queen, sorry about your death. I really liked Bohemian Rhapsody. Joe. <laughs> like Joe Biden's writing that. <laughs> oh, fuck. There's some good memes. I'll have to share some of those. Uh, but yeah, there's another video that someone... I've, I've, I've saved this one to watch. I'm going to listen to it probably tomorrow while I'm working. But it says, What the media won't tell you about King Charles III, part one. Uh, talking about King Charles, so that'll be a good one. That should probably be some good information uh, with that video. I'll, I'll put the link up in the show notes for the folks. Let me just open it now so I don't forget to do it. Um, I'll just pause it. Yeah, so there we go. I'll, I'll make sure I share that one as well. There should be some information, in, interesting information there. Uh, another one I got put up in my group was a picture of, it says, World Economic Forum Annual Meeting 1992. Um, what's his name? Something in Schwab. And the Prince of Wales. So there's a picture of Schwab and the Prince of Wales at the World Economic Forum meeting there as well. So been been buddies for a long time, these guys. Uh, My favourite photo of Charles is where uh, Evelyn de Rothschild is poking him straight in the chest. Yes, yeah, he's like looking down at him like, yeah, yeah, follow your fucking orders, champion. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I've seen that one too. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I put that photo up on the Instagram story. All hail the king, and then plus Charles of England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a good one. When you and it's got Meghan Markle, who's married to Harry, clapping. She's like, and the meme says, "When you know it's safe to drive through tunnels again." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can anyone be upset by this? This is funny stuff. Like, come on, grow a sense of humor. Like, even if you did like I'm the person. Offended. Uh, oh, all these people getting offended. Oh, go woke and go woke and go broke. That's what they say. Yeah, I put the I put that all held the king photo on the Instagram and lost three followers, man. <laughs> they weren't impressed. <laughs> well, I lost uh, at least two uh, followers on the old uh, uh, Facebook page there. Uh, someone put this one up. Speaking of, oh, why isn't it coming up? Yeah, Kate Middleton. So. Yeah, Carol Middleton is Kate Middleton's mother. Carol is Elizabeth Middleton, who was born Goldsmith, uh, is a British businesswoman. She is the mother of Kate Middleton, the Duchess of Cornwall. Uh, but she's, yeah, she's Jewish. By Her mum is actually uh, a Jew. Uh, and, yeah, married a, an Englishman, I think. But anyway, yeah, so that says they're, they're all related to it. There's a lot of Jewish bloodlines in there too, as well as mentioning earlier. Well, that was quite funny. Uh, Prince Philip died three years and 33 weeks after the total solar eclipse. Queen Elizabeth died three years and 33 weeks after the total lunar blood moon eclipse. It's quite interesting. Bit of... Uh, sync- yeah, there's a lot of numbers. There. Yeah, three fewer threes. Yeah. yeah. There's people talking about it was like, what, 7,666 days after 9-11 she died. And there's people, it was like 1,776 days after 
the something, you know, all the Q people were talking about, oh, mm. this is a sign, you know, Trump's going to be in soon, you know. Like, <laughs> there's numbers everywhere. It's almost like this is designed for us all just to give us some more entertainment, keep this uh, illusionary show going, mate. Yeah. You know, we just, it's the grand show. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, right. Just when you think you've seen it all. Oh, it's funny, isn't it? Oh, here's the memes I've shared. There's some fucking good ones in there. Oh, there, there was... All right, so I, I might do this for the members. They'll The members will appreciate this. Just quickly, I'll put these up for the members. We can quit chatting in the meantime. Um, and you'll you'll enjoy them as well. Uh, so there we go. That's the new coin. <laughs> you mentioned the mentioned uh, the king now being going to be on the coins, facing the other way. There's the big ears on the coin. Uh, Not the white screen again. Oh, have you? Oh, it doesn't isn't it showing it? That's funny. Because no. uh, if you've got the white screen, I'm sure the members will get the white screen too. So that's a bit annoying. Just, just trying to look out for the members, just in case. I appreciate that. Tell me if Might you got, be me. You got me there this go. time? You got me this time, okay. Yes. Uh, there we go. So you got that one? That's all uh, <laughs> <laughs> big ears yeah. there. Uh, here we go. We've got the queen. Uh, spin to win. She's got months and days to live. There we go. Seven days. It's landing on. Uh, Death playing the old uh, skill tester. And he's like, oh, finally. He's picked up the queen's head. Well done. Uh, Samuel O. Jackson. Prince Charles at his mother's bedside. Tip tuck, motherfucker. Here we go. A tweet from Queen Elizabeth II. I have information that could lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> That's a goal one, that one. Oh, Clinton's bumping everyone off. Uh, here we go. Please be respectful when talking about the Queen. She was the head of state, a monarch, a mother to multiple pedophiles, and most importantly, a devoted cousin to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, classic. There we go. George Costanza from Seinfeld. Prince Charles showing up at Buckingham Palace tomorrow. Already in his gear. This is one of my favourite ones. Weekend, uh, oh, Weekend at Bernie's meme with uh, the two sons holding up mum's head. Weekend at Lizzie's. There we go. Here we go. The Daily Stupid uh, fake uh, newspaper headline. 73-year-old man finally gets job. And it's, of course, a prince of uh, picture of uh, Charles there. Uh and uh, old mate from Rolling Stones. Um, hey, Mick, look who I outlived this week. Because he fucking just keeps <laughs> ticking along, that fella. I can't remember his name now. Do you remember his name? I can't remember his name. It escapes me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Guy from the Rolling Stones. Everyone knows who I'll be talking about anyway. Johnny Depp emulated his character when he did um, the Pirates of the Caribbean guy. Anyway. Oh, there we go. 9-11, we've got the Queen. What else has been going on, man? Like, there's, I know there's a fair bit going on. I was just having to scroll through old um, TOTT news there because um, the only thing I've been obviously sharing lately is, of course, the uh, the podcast and a few of your articles. But we might um, just quickly sway away from the, uh, the, the main headlines that everyone's been talking about. Uh, of course, 9-11 and uh, the Queen. What else has been going on, mate? We've got... I know you put up that member stuff about the doppelgangers. I thought that was quite funny that we kind of mentioned twin towers and twin things, and then you've got the doppelgangers and templates. That was interesting. I know that's just for members, but um, what else has been going on, brother, over at tottnews.com? No, I've just been putting out uh, more more news articles. Um, you can see that up the top there in the right. Uh, just in the latest column there are some of the new articles, but uh, just trying to still put out 
new articles and hard-hitting content. We've got the South Australia has appointed a minister for autism. Oh, yeah. So I asked the question <laughs> I as that. to why <laughs> that needs to happen and talk about some of the elephants in the room surrounding uh, the increase, substantial increase in autism. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what they're <laughs> going to appoint next, don't you? There'll be there'll what? be there'll be a, a minister for um, heart attacks and strokes coming up next. <laughs> yep. That'll be the next yep. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unrelated to the vaccines that everyone's been jamming in their arms, of course, and uh, all the ones mm. on the the current strain immunization register schedule. Um, no, no, yeah. it's all it's celebratory, mate. This is a good thing, as I explain in the article. It's a good thing. We need to celebrate that they will now be getting support and there's a dedicated minister and resources to this uh, ever-growing problem. Mm-hmm. The old uh, trick where you talk about, uh, oh, we've got a miracle drug that's come out for cancer and should be able to help people that are third-degree cancer or you know third-stage late cancer, and it's like, well, why isn't anyone addressing why that happened in the first place, yeah, why exactly. cancer is... Why are we celebrating that a drug has come out for the ailment instead of being concerned that the ailment is so uh, rampant to begin with? Yeah, Yeah. Um, so this is part of this uh, normalisation and it's hard because a lot of people, uh, it says one in four families, these are the statistics, know someone that is autistic today. There's over 200,000 Australians uh, that have been uh, diagnosed with autism. They try to tell you, oh, this is because of broad diagnosis and... The stigma around it isn't as bad anymore. So this is why the rates have increased so much. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of elephants in the room that uh, need to be addressed in relation to that. Specifically, I I mentioned in this article at the bottom, I talk about uh, the links between, and this is, you know, another black pill, between uh, mercury poisoning of the brain and uh, autism and the characteristics of that, if you scroll down just a little bit further, there's a study there that I've put a photo uh, for, autism, a novel form of mercury poisoning. So the research has been done in relation to this. You know, they'd, they'd say it's, oh, it's been debunked that, uh, you know, vaccines cause autism and stuff. But if you look at uh, autism as a novel form of mercury poisoning, and then you talk about mercury that's been in vaccines in the Australian Childhood Immunisation Program schedule, which is still in the uh, infra-hexa vaccine. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know until 2001 we had uh, some very uh, deadly mercury compounds that were in uh, some of our shots, wasn't leading it? vaccines. Yeah, MMR shots, oh, okay, all yeah, this type yeah. of stuff. There was so many that it was involved with and... You start to ask some questions. But, mm. again, I, I say at the bottom of the piece, just think happy thoughts. Maybe I'm looking into this too much and perhaps I should just look away and celebrate that these people will now have a dedicated minister, these children, and yeah, everything's someone, all good. Someone to general. care for them. That's right. Someone to look after them now. They've got a, they've got a mummy government Don't there to, uh, to look after them. Yep. Uh, how how funny is worried. this, though, right? So, And this is just speaking from experience here, right? So, of course, my son plays... Uh, rugby league and I've got a lot to do with the football club you know I've coached and assistant coached and helped out for since he was in under eights and he's now under 14s this year you know what I mean so quite a while we've always had maybe one or two kids on his team throughout the years that might have had you know ADHD or slightly autistic or on the spectrum you know we've always kind of had one of those kids or two maybe max 
you know, um, we had, you know, the last couple of years was only one. I've gone and looked at some of the younger grades and, and talk, talked to some of the parents who are coaching the stuff. Man, there, there's like three or four now, you know, on every team that's got an autistic kid or who's on the spectrum or he's mm. on the medication because for ADHD, you know, all that sort of stuff, you know, like it, there's just more and more creeping in, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it really is just getting out of control, man. And all these kids, obviously they're the younger now, so they're getting even more fucking vaccines these days. Crazy. Just something I've noticed. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the thing. And they had to incorporate this whole concept of the spectrum really to sort of not talk about the autism specifically anymore. You know, it's become very much a broader thing. And now there's all of these made-up conditions like ADHD and stuff, which are just big pharma pumping conditions to get people on psychotropic drugs, young yeah. children. Yeah. But then you have the real conditions that aren't made up that are like autism and stuff. But then now, as you see, they get all hidden in this broad definition of what the spectrum is and everything like mm. that. And we're not really addressing the actual, you know, because now it's all, oh, this person has autism, but they're bright and this person. And it's like, no, we're talking about, you know, what used to be just, you know, autism as a neurological condition Correct. that people used to be concerned about. Um, they might have been a little bit uh, discriminatory against. We can change that, but we still shouldn't, you know, stress the significance of this because this is brave new world, mate. This is the Epsilon agenda. That's what Epsilons are. Mm. And I hate to say it, this is the dark black pills of the world. Yeah, man. This is what they're trying to create. And the fact that there is now a dedicated minister for autism um, in South Australia, and it's probably going to spread elsewhere else. Oh, only a matter of time. Tells you something. Yeah, it yep. tells you something. Do they know something that we don't know about? Uh, like, you don't think this is going to increase anymore or potentially it might with uh, a bunch of children getting a certain jab worldwide everywhere. Can I ask, what is what is the role of this person, mind you? Like, what are they actually supposed to do? Like, what's their, what is a minister of for autism? What's their job? Did they, Did you look into that? Yeah, so they're going to be responsible. Like, this is part of a whole autism uh, awareness. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you It would be about awareness for sure. I'm sitting here thinking. So, so she's going to get rolling. As if we're not fucking aware. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is um, going to get rolling a number of new initiatives, they said, which is to support autistic children. So, there's going to be an investment for an autism lead teacher within every primary school in South Australia. That's how prevalent this is getting now oh, mate, with children. Local schools where my kids went to primary school now have, you know, they used to be, they call it the SE, the SE, SP, no, what is it? SEP? No, SPED, special, special something education unit or whatever they call yep. it. The, the other kids call them speds, like that's the sped unit, you know, oh, he's a sped, you know, yeah, like that's yeah. being kids being kids, that's what they do. Um but yeah, there was it was like a heart. It was they had these like demandable kind of classrooms where it's like you know two classrooms in the one demandable, one on each side sort of thing, and a divider in the middle. And there used to be one half of it used to be for this, those special education kids, like the autistic kids and stuff. It's now not only one building; they've now built another new building. Like there's now two full fucking classroom buildings just for those kids now in, in, in the primary school where my kids went to. Like, and it's just, it's more and more, you know what I mean? Like they're the one at the high school, they're increasing. There's more, you know, every year there's more numbers in there and they have to have another class and another class. And <laughs> yeah, it's out of control, man. It really is. Yeah. 
Like and, I, and it's hard. The more the more normalised it gets, the more people don't start to see a problem with it. You know, yeah. we start if you just Google right now, autism is good. There'll be a hundred pages worth of articles of telling you why it's an advantage, yeah. why showing you all these brilliant uh, people, you know, that are autistic that can paint a skyline off memory and stuff. And it's like, well, you know, and your kid might be brighter or whatever because, but it's like you've got to understand. You know, stop ignoring the elephants in the room, and, and that's where it comes. That's a real dark thing. Like I'm not a parent that would have to then uh, start to accept potentially what this is. That this is just a a scientific definition of something that might be, um, you know, a, a poisoning matter that has happened and neurologically like, to my child. Like it's hard that's to. Hard, man. Well, it's not also. It's also hard because it, you cannot deny the fact that. There are, we now have these kids in our society, you know what I mean? And they do need this extra special attention, unfortunately. That's just the way it fucking is at the moment. But it should, you're right, it shouldn't be that way. They, these people, these poor kids shouldn't be that way. They should just be as normal as every other kid without any, any neurological impairments or, 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 or you know, uh, well, let's call it spade a spade. They are impairments and stuff because they don't act like all the other normal kids. They're, they're more shut off. They don't. They can't deal with loud noises and bright colours and all that sort of stuff. You know, they can't um, meld mm. with other kids, and you know, it's a, it's a lot harder for them and stuff. And I, I get it. Like I get mums and dads out there who have these kids are like, you know, they want their kid to have help. They want their kid to still have an education, all that sort of stuff. So, like I get it. Yeah, you've got to build these units. You've got to build bigger classes for them. You've got to have more teachers who can deal with it and train them. And like you were talking about, now you've got to have a minister for autism to help deal with this massive onslaught of autistic kids that we seem to be having but you're right they're just not what they should be focusing on yes that still needs to be addressed for the time being but the goal should be to eliminate that altogether to not have that as a problem in society or to for it to be as minuscule as possible you know what i mean by looking at what causes it to begin with that's what they should be doing and i agree with you there you know what i mean but it's still hard at the same time exactly and then that's where you know the black pills are very tough you know the same thing when we talk about harmful ultrasounds a lot of people have ultrasound uh, their child and uh, don't want to face I, some we of did. the dark. we had no idea yeah you know yeah exactly you know and it, and you know thankfully you know this, it's not that it hits everyone you know you might have vaccinated your child and your child's not autistic but to, just to see well these, i mentioned uh, that in the previous shows we have yeah. You know, I still blame my son's again, poor vision for, for vaccine damage when he was a little... Well, actually, when my wife was pregnant, she got tricked into having, having the uh, HPV shot by her doctor. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, that's why I sort of I put that towards his probable, um, you know, probable eye condition, you know, his poor eyesight and stuff. Um, my daughter has got, you know, she gets really bad eczema on her legs and stuff, you know what I mean? Which is like a gut issue, of course. But again, we've we found out that's been caused by the MMR shot, you know, which she got when she was a kid. And when they had their, like, 12-month or... I think it was their tw- last... The last ones they had was when they were, that, like, pretty young. And that was when I started really getting into it. Because that was, you know, my daughter's 16 mm-hmm. now. So I've only been doing... Yeah, since 2012 we've been doing the website and stuff so I've only really been into this thing for like 10 years you know what I mean so back then I was starting to hear a little alarm bells of you know listening to Alex Jones and stuff for like the two years prior to doing my own thing and, and hearing them talk yeah. about that stuff and then trying to get in my wife's ear and go yeah we, we really can't give these anymore watch this video listen to this podcast you know like there's information out there that we need to change our minds on we can't just do what the, the you know we're being told to do because we think it's right 
Um, so we did make those mistakes in the past and we, we hate ourselves for doing that, but we can't change that, unfortunately. But all we can do now is educate these two and, and make sure they don't make the same mistakes moving forward. And that, of course, that we, we drum it into them that, you know, it's our own form of, I guess, conditioning to say, you know, these things aren't good. They're not good for you. Don't get any more shots. If they tell you at school, you've got to go get your HPV shot now that you're 13 years old or whatever, you know, you say, no, I don't have to. Or if they say you have to, you just run and leave the school and, you know, call us and we'll come pick you up or something. You know, like, you know, we're just, and they know now, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they were never keen. They never wanted to get the COVID shot, you know, of course, because of all the, the help that we've had trying to bring it to light for them and stuff, you know, so... But there it is, yeah. It was, that's it was just in our face at the time. Exactly, general. And but hey, it, and and that happened. But you pivoted, and mm. you might have your, your children have, you know, from what I hear, doing really well. You know right. what I mean? Indeed, Apart yeah. from a few few things like that, you know, like imagine if you didn't discover that information mm. and gave them yearly shots, mm. or buy, you know, as many shots as are in the schedule. Now, like I was that kid at high school. Yeah, they don't, the get, they don't go and get their flu shots every year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I brought I brought a sign through year 10 to 12, don't get the jab. I was standing there at the Bravo, side of mate. the well line done. as everyone was going in and they're like, piss off, Ethan, if you're not going to get the jab, like go away. And I was like, don't get the jab. You know, like it's it's pretty awesome. funny. But. That's good though. I'm glad you did do that. Like, it's good. To, it's good that you were, I guess, of that kind of you know mindset when you were that age and you were able to kind of think for yourself. Then, like, that's kudos to you, man. That's great. Yeah, and well, now your children have that um, same potential as well, mate. Mm. You know, they're not they probably won't be as animated as I am. That's just the character that not. I am. Correct. Yeah. But um, each to their own. In terms of the possibilities that might be available to them, um, don't be discounted. You know, the difference, mm. even from what I've seen between sort of my development and the my peers in my school that uh, lined up for those yearly shots, mm. you know. I've got mates that can't even remember that time. Like, it's not, they go, oh, did that happen? Mm. Yeah, you know, like, and we're, we're not, we're, we're not even in our 30s yet, you know what I mean? So it's... It's uh, interesting to see the difference and you've presented and so many listeners out there have given their children the opportunity and you'll be shocked at how brilliant humans can be once you've got a conscious parent that's not uh, making you become susceptible to this nonsense, yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's that's the thing. It's like, yes, it is dark to confront these things, but by confronting the darkness, you're a perfect example, General. You've, you've opened up a ball of light for your children mm. uh, moving forward. Yeah. By confronting that, instead of ignoring it, oh, that's crazy, that's stupid, they'd never do that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you, you, you confronted it. It's the, so. it's the least you can do as a as a parent who is aware of that sort of stuff. Yeah, like if I, I believe, it, so. yeah, like if you were a parent and you're aware and you're like yourself going, yeah, I'm never going to take a vaccine anymore. But you know, if my doctor says my kids have to, well, they'll have to. You know, like, you, you know, like only an idiot would do that. But of course, you're going to try and raise them as best you can. And um, you know, my daughter's a very intelligent. <laughs> she's what we refer to as dumb smart because <laughs> she's <laughs> she's brilliant at her schoolwork and stuff you know she's trying to go for the bloody school ducks and all that sort of shit but just in general she just says the dumbest fucking things it's so funny she's just <laughs> such a oh she's just not clued in you know what I mean like she just doesn't have that kind of common knowledge awareness kind of thing sometimes it's just funny whereas my son kind of has that but he's not the best at his schoolwork you know yeah. opposites. it's pretty funny to watch actually but we do try we do try that's <laughs> not easy See, mate. yeah <laughs> unfortunately like she didn't even well, we went fishing today all right because uh 
my daughter didn't get to go because she's she's got block exams now, so she's at home just studying all day and everything. So she missed out going fishing with my son and my wife and I, uh, which was awesome actually. But starting to get back into that, trying to be because you know, we're eating the fish that yeah, you know, if they're legal size, of course, we're eating the ones that we catch that are the right species and all that sort of thing. So I'm learning how to fillet fish myself and. Yeah, you know, awesome. it, it actually takes a bit of skill to be honest. It's not fucking easy. Like I fucked, I, I caught two, two brim the first time we went out last week, and this week Danielle caught two brim, which was funny. I caught nothing, um, but you know we, I filled them up the first week when I got home last week. I forgot to forgot to descale them. Fuck, it was hard to fill it fish with with scales on them. Still, everyone who is out there knows oh, who knows that yeah. shit would be laughing at me right now. I can tell you that. Fuck, it was annoying. But I managed to, we managed to get these tiny little fillets off it, off these little brim. And then today, I'm like, yep, go outside. I'm scaling them up. You know, I'm watching the videos online. I'm like, okay, that's what i got to do first. You know, this is how you gut them. And like, you know, got the right shit and descaled it all. And we had like nice big fillets this time because it was so much easier to do without the scales. Just shit like that, you know. So we're trying to learn how to do that. But it's a good skill to have because if you, if you go out and you've got the patience and the knowledge on how to fish, what to fish, what they like, where to go, you know, you can kind of get yourself some food. You know what I mean? Like it's a good skill to have, mm. you know, you know, you need a little bit of gear, yeah. little rod, tackle box and, you know, away you go. Yeah. And waterways all across Australia. That's fucking heaps, you know? man. Well, yeah. Well, honestly, they, they talk about overfishing and all this sort of stuff. Man, they're, they're, we were getting bites all day long. It was probably just our skill level, just not being able to hook them and stuff. But yeah, we, were, we were getting hits all day. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. We were only down there for yeah. from about nine till two o'clock, like... It was a decent yeah. day of it, just down at Coomera. Awesome. Yeah, it was nice, just down the rivers. Oh, it was a beautiful Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, away from screens and iPads and being it, man. Yeah. locked up in a house, mate. Getting your feet yeah. in the sand and the water and, yeah, getting some some, uh, some sunshine. And, yeah, it was great. So we're going to try and do that a bit that's more. Awesome. That's, that's the new thing now. We're, we've sort of, we've gone, we've gone whole hog. <laughs> I went and bought some, yeah. some telescopic rods so that they can, they don't have to, you know, they can just fit in the boot nice and easy. They end up being like this, like, you know, about 50 centimeters long. Like it's, it's awesome. And then you just sort of flick it out and you've got a nice big, you know, six foot rod. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Like 50 no, bucks, good, 50 man. bucks for the rod and reels. Fucking cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've been locked down for the last two years, man. It made us appreciate the little things like that. It actually has, to be honest. And I kind of weird that it's done that, you know, but because I haven't fished for about 15 years, you know, other than the last two weeks. It's been such a long time. Yeah. Good to get into mm. it again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I've been getting out more as well, you know, visiting members on the Sunshine Coast and trying yeah, to get I've out and that. visit good. people around and everything. So. You know, just taking, not taken for granted that this, uh, not being able to go somewhere without having to confront police and be harassed and wear masks yeah. everywhere. And it's and important. All this we nonsense. need to, hey, yeah, because once that bullshit's finished and we, you know, we've gone away from it a bit now, we've got our freedoms back, you know, like, but it's good. You, you need to, mm. to realize that, you know what, I, I've been sitting here, you know, locked inside and blah, blah, blah for two years or whatever it is, you know it's important to go back out and reconnect with people and, and get out and do stuff and go places and go up and see, you know, members and lots of stuff and get some sun, learn some skills, you know, go to people's farms and, you know, uh, learn to grow food or learn to catch food, you know, like it's important. These are good things to, to get, to, to learn and to relearn yeah. again. You know what I mean? Because general, we, we were some of the hardest hit people by this, by us. I mean, you know, this act realm, the alternative truther conspiracy realm, because we sort of saw the bigger 
picture that was happening. We were ridiculed. Mm. We and were we segregated. You've got to remember, all the normies just went and got their jab and went on with life. They had lockdowns and stuff. But, you know, like, we've we become public enemy number one. It used mm. to be cool before corona to be a conspiracy theorist. That used to be my little vibe, you know, like... Yeah. People were like, wow, this, you know, you've got some out there ideas now. It's like, oh, you're one of those people. That's and right. It oh, changed everything. You're an anti vaxxer. And so, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff, it changed everything. So it's like, you, you especially need to get out all yeah. of us people that were segregated against and locked down and stuff. And, you know, even if it's not having a buck a load of money to do so, just getting out and doing things, even if it's going fishing with your family and doing it's just so family good. activities and stuff. All of that, people were getting arrested for being on the beach, you know what I mean? Let's not mm. take f- freedom for granted again. Like, like let's display freedom pr- proud, you know. Yeah. Let's all get out there and, and do some stuff, you know. Not not that we were all were following the, the rules and everything like that before, but it's like just not having to be harassed and worry about all of this nonsense and have it in the back of your mind. That's mm. a that's a blessing. And don't have this PS, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, that a lot of so-called alternative outlets are trying to drill into you, you know. Like it, it's, it is time to try and rebuild your life from some of the, the nasty shit that they put you through. You survived Unless you're scared of a boogeyman virus, which Anastasia Palaszczuk said was coming to hunt me down, General, in January of this year. Yeah. As soon as they opened up the borders again, COVID's going to run rampant and kill all the unvaccinated. Well, <laughs> no, that's not. it's not going to happen. You can get out there. There's no boogeyman virus going to kill you. You've, you have you did well. You, you, you stood by your yeah, grounds well and your done. morals. And, yeah. You need to get out there, you know, rebuild your life and connect with people. It's Hopefully good for your you mental health with too. like-minded groups. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the main it point because really our is, mental health has yeah. been attacked yeah. on many levels by the mainstream yeah. and the alternative. Oh, the, the amount of stress that uh, that all that last two-year bullshit caused a lot of people, you know, stress stress is a massive killer. And we've talked about that before, especially, you know, we've... we've it's the, one of the main causes of disease that you get. You, you, you put your body in a state of st- stress and, uh, yeah, it causes all sorts of illnesses and stuff. So to be able to de-stress and to get your, get a bit of normalcy and reconnect and do simple things once again, you know, like when we were down there today, there was um, just next, we, we found a nice little spot, you know, on the river there and there was a, a, another father and a, and a young young dad and young wife with these two young daughters and they were just putting the rods, in, the reels in, you know, having a bit of a fish themselves. I'm like, oh, yeah, get him, here you go. And he's like, yeah, good, thanks, mate, yeah. And uh, I said, oh, yeah. I'm just having a look. I'm not going to crowd your place. I'm just having a quick look and see what's going on. And he's like, yeah, no worries. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be down here. You know, I didn't want to crowd his area, you know. And then, like, a couple of minutes later, motherfucker reels in a, a trevally, like about 50 centimeters long. It was huge, this big trevally. And, he's, and he was just using one of his daughter's rods that he was just putting in for her to help sort of set it up and he fucking reeled this massive thing you know i had to, i raced he's like he was busy i could see him struggling i'm like fuck it must be a big one i raced over to help him i've got like the the lip grip thing so you can hold the fish by the lip you know and get the hook yeah. out and stuff rather than putting your fingers in there yep. and um yeah so i sort of grabbed mine and helped him out and yeah we got the hook out and stuff and and i said oh he goes what is it i said yeah i'm pretty sure it's a trevally mate it's a nice big one too he's like oh can you he's like can you eat those i'm like yeah yeah they're good eating man like it's all good you know so we're sort of just helping him out and stuff and and he's like oh do you want to should we brain and bleed it now i'm like i said well i'll just let it die and if you've got a bucket he goes i don't even bring a bucket mate i didn't expect to catch anything i'm like oh fair enough 
And he goes, um, yeah, so he, he goes, I watched a video on how to do it. I said, yeah, well, there you go. That's what I did too. I said, yeah, just, he's like, he's like stab it in the brain and slice it. And then, then you put a knife under the gills and just let it bleed out. And the, like the brain stab kills it straight away, you know, uh, rather than yeah. it sort of suffocating on the bench, on the beach, you know. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you, if you let you see this. Oh, oh yeah. Hang on, there we oh. go. That was, that's the missus with her. F- it's a bit bright. I don't know if you can see that at all. Yeah, no, I can see. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll put it in a little chat group anyway. That way you can see it, and I'll um that way I can get it up on the screen then. But well, that's it. You know, he's not worrying about uh, one point five meters, yeah. mate. Didn't, and, didn't uh, worry about me hygienic. patting him on the back and saying well done. You know, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, like oh man, you got we can't take that for granted. Absolutely, that got taken got taken from us in such a horrific way. Yeah, really. You know, like it, it, we should never ever forget that. Period. Yeah, big time. All right, we might... And, and, and it's not like... It is still is part of the greater period, but just that corona instigator locking us all down like animals and everything that that caused is going to... All the aftermath that we're going to suffer through now, like... Yeah, 100%, 100%. So don't take that for granted, you know. Go recover your mental state. You you fought you fought the war. You were on the front lines like a son of a gun. Yeah, exactly. Get can, out can you see that? No, nah, it's all white. Oh, again. fucking white screen again. Hang on, I'll try it again. I don't know why it's doing that. That's weird. Here we go. Try it again. Let me know if you get it. Nah. Still white again. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, on your end, just bring up the our podcast chat on Messenger that we, we talk to each other in, and you'll see it. Okay. I'll see if I can... Um, I'll see if I can just... Get it up here on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, nice. Looks like a good day, too. That was fucking excellent down there, man. It was such a nice day. wonder if this will work. Come on. Let's see if it works this time. I just want to show the members, that's all. This is just... I mean... <laughs> I didn't even catch it. The wife caught it. Is it still white? Tell me if that screen's white. I'm going to punch my screen. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Never mind. There you go. You saw that's That's Danielle. She she caught two today, actually. One, they were both legal, but one I thought was a bit just really thin and it was only just on legal. So we threw it back. But this one was about 28, 29 centimeters and legal is about 25 for a broom, but it was nice. Yeah. So good day. Um, encourage, highly yeah. encourage everyone to just, yeah, like just even like, I'm not a good f- fucking fisherman. I've only learnt what I learnt when I was a kid. Like my dad taught me, and you know, um, still remember how to attach a hook to a line that he showed me back in the day. You know, and the, the, just the basics. You know, but anyone, need, all you need to do is just fucking go on YouTube, go to a website, and have a quick look. And like, oh yeah, okay, you need to do that. Cool. Go to your local fishing shop. You know, get a cheap rod, reel, combo. Talk to the fella. Give, get some tips off the salesman. The guy I was talking to at Anaconda was fucking awesome. Give me all these tips and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. And go out and have some fun. It's so much fun. Such a lovely, lovely day. Good weather. It's such it's good for you, good for the soul, you know, good for reconnect to people and yeah, just have just have yeah. that relaxing time. Good it's good for your mental state too, folks. Um I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people out there Couldn't who already more. do it anyway, but yeah. I, I even if you get the chance to do it, uh, Ethan, I know you don't um I don't think you drive it all, do you? But um like I picked up a cheap like I said, a little um, telescopic one. You know, you just 
as a handle. You just put all the shit in it and you just catch the fucking train down to Helensville or something and just, you know. Yeah, there's plenty of spots around here locally as well. You oh, know. you got the Logan it's River, awesome. you know. You can you can actually yeah. fish in the Logan River. Lots Cedar of people Creek. do. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Cedar Creek, everything, yeah. all up Tambourine and everything. It's, you know, good spots. That's Logan right. River, Albert, Logan River's massive. It yep. goes for ages. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Might be a little bit muddy, but still, you can still actually fish in it too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, there's still still plenty of stuff in there. Highly recommend. That's all I'm saying. All right, man. Well, you we might wrap it up there for the uh, for the listeners. I don't think I'm still screenshot. It didn't work. All right. Awesome. Uh, well, that's about it, man. We've um, yeah, we've covered obviously the the Queen Crown Corona King business. We've nine uh, eleven, <laughs> and of course the bit of the autism uh, vaccine issue here in Australia on our own shores, as well as a few other things. So it was good good to catch up again. Of course, like we mentioned earlier, Andy King Andy was uh, unavailable. Did a massive drive and. <laughs> He couldn't. He was just too tired to get on. He said, "He goes, oh, I'm sorry, man. Massive drive. I can't get on." I'm like, oh, good. That's all right. I'll, I'll ching wag by myself if even Ethan's not here. But you're gracious enough to come on, man. Thanks for your for spending time with me. Always a pleasure. Oh, good, mate. Yeah, happy to happy to be in. We'll have to keep an eye on uh, what this new chapter signifies and where things are going to go from here with the new Green King, the nine eleven King, mate. Yeah, and you know, there's going to be lots of. He's going to be pushing the whole climate change stuff big time. He loves it. He loves yep. it, which is probably going to tie in very nicely. I mean, if we don't see anything over the next couple of weeks before we round up the last episode with, uh, you know, when we get Jim Lee back on to go over more of that geoengineering, climate change uh, sort of stuff, uh, it'll probably tie in quite well anyway. So, yeah, yep. it seems to be the, the the gist for this season anyway. All right, mate, we'll mm. leave it there. Thanks again. And uh, howdy to all the members. Thanks for all the support. Or just once again, if anyone wants to... Join up over at the Patreon. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Real News Australia. Likewise, over at tottnews.com, you can go and join up over there. Different tier levels. Uh, member levels, I'm pretty sure, over there as well. But for a minimum, I think it was at five bucks, mate. You can sign up as a member and get a yep. whole bunch of content for, for your site. Yep, absolutely. New $5. layout. Sexy looking new website. <laughs> <laughs> looking sexy. It's good, man. I like it. <laughs> All right, brother. Thanks Cheers. again. Cheers, everyone. Cool. All right. Stop it there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. mate. If you, if you don't want to go fishing, go out yowie hunting. You'll have to come yowie hunting with us next time. Whoa. I don't know if you saw all that chat in the Discord, but we all went out Sunshine Coast in the middle of the forest at 1 a.m., we were out there for like hours. Yeah, was I, I I was scanning through a bit of that. I was like, I was like, what's going on here? Okay, like, was we guys serious or like was that from a sighting or something or was it just for a bit of fun? Like, yeah, well, it's a big area up there. You know, the whole oh, yeah, Sunshine Coast is massive. Hinterland it takes eight huge, days. Yeah. yeah, takes eight days to walk through like the bush track. You know, it's absolutely ginormous. But there's yeah, there's a whole. Yeah, we hunting community up there. The Sunshine Coast is real famous for it. So we went out there and he took his hunting dogs and we all went out there and like full on scrub, like not on the walking tracks and stuff, like bush, bush with wow. torches and, and just turn all your torches off and can't see old mate standing beside you and just in complete silence, just listening to the surroundings around you like 1 a.m. in the morning. Trying to hear those Unreal. little sticks cracking and look for the direction of where it's coming from. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's full on. you got to be careful, man. Yes. That's when a lot of snakes like to hunt at night time, especially the poisonous ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was um, it was quite the experience. You realize uh, how vulnerable you are as a human yeah. when you're out 
just in the middle of uh, this massive uh, reserve out near the what something dam, like where there's heaps of sightings there, massive dam wall up there near Nambour and stuff. Yeah, so we're okay. and if you keep going out, it connects to the dividing range and everything, but just massive, massive bushland, you know. Oh, sounds Unreal. like fun though. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Did you actually you come, did you, did you camp? Did you? Oh, uh, we were going to. We originally were going to camp, but then we just because me and Whip actually wanted to just catch up and spend a night together. He didn't have his missus and kids there, so we just went back to his afterwards and had a few drinks and stuff. Yeah, nice. He didn't go to bed till like five a.m., so I double worked him. <laughs> I would have been asleep long before then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> snoring away. Uh, I may find oh, I might, yeah. I, my eyes are like I'm like this in bed trying to fucking watch TV at like ten o'clock at night. I'm so fucking. Tired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Work hard yeah, during the day. Sure. Work hard for the money. That's it, brother. And it's only yeah. going to get fucking busier for me with this weather coming up anyway. Yeah, it's all good. Money's going to Alright, let yeah, you go. Get that cash. Mm-hmm. Alright, man. Talk to you soon, mate. Talk to you, mate. Yep. I'll, hopefully, I'll get this up tomorrow. I'll go. It's a scam.